You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense, it's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power hey everybody welcome to power producer shop talk we got mr white mike evans with us today Let's go, baby not yeah, only I did think... i think this was appropriate i think it was necessary i don't know how things could get any better Ooh, i see what you did there yeah, I mean, listen, man. You know, it's funny, too, because I said early on, before any of the seasons started, mm-hmm. that Tampa had a legitimate chance of running the table on championships. And if it wasn't for the Rays letting us down, we'd have done it. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting here thinking to myself, number one, A, I never bet on sports, ever. Oof. But I'm wondering to myself, what would that look like? Like, if I well, would have put down a bet that all three Tampa teams, blind before the yeah, season ever like even started. The odds would have been ridiculous. I, I, I got had, the Bucks at, um, at plus 900, like maybe the last week of the regular season to win the Super Bowl. I don't even know what that means. It means you have to bet $100 to win 900. Oh, well, I'd have bet 1,000. <laughs> well, I mean, they it was still obviously a long shot based on those numbers at that point, but... I bet it, and obviously hit it, which was sick. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, it's this has by far been the best sports year of my life. Um, I mean, my you know the Buckeyes made it to the to the national championship, got waxed, obviously, but you know still a, still a pretty solid season. Rays, Lightning, Bucks. I mean, if not, you, if not for an interesting, I mean, we talked about it before, but the. The pulling of Blake Snell was an interesting move, but it's what they had been doing all season. So it's, it's kind a of, no-win situation. None. You cannot win that situation if you're Kevin Cash. Right. You leave him in and he gets shelled. Everybody yeah. says, you pulled him all year long. Right. You pull exactly. him all year long and something yeah. happens and everybody throws a fit. You should have left him in, even though that's what they've done all year long that got him that way. I mean... Yep. I, that's what I've been saying the whole time. I, I mean, it's... It sucks, but we were way overpowered and overmatched. I mean, they were they had bats on bats. I mean, we couldn't barely score <laughs> more than like three runs. So it was it was going to be a long shot for us to win that. But still, very proud of uh, all the Tampa teams. Very excited. I haven't taken the jersey off since Sunday. Obviously, this is our first recording since uh, time out. I will tell you, you've done something. I know you got that beard on lockdown, man. You have it, really um, it, you've really cut that thing back. I did. Um, I'll never like, do it again. Were you concerned if you went to the I'll never uh, do it Tampa again. Bay, never cut it back again? No. Hold on. It's just, no. 
You're going to go full ZZ Top? I'm going. Yeah, I am going full ZZ Top. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't There's know. It's no just, way I, I was just disappointed. It's like, it was like my chin. It's like, where'd my chin go? It's gone. It's like, I, I don't have a chin. It disappeared somewhere in my mid 20s. And, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, I think you need a chin because you need a chin strap to hold your helmet on for when you're banging your head against the wall due to difficult clients. Mm. What yes. a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Recent recent experience with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's weird too because we don't really have a lot. We don't. Um, and the ones that we do have are not ones that we went out and prospected on our own. Yeah, they're never it's, self-generated. It's never. It's, uh, it's helping your payroll referral source get a deal done. It's the banker needs you to, you know, push something through so they can get a loan funded or whatever else. Group, and I mean, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I think people listen to this and they're under the impression that everything is rainbows and unicorns, yeah. and it's not. I mean, we just don't ever talk about stuff like that, but maybe that's you know, what we're the people need. Maybe they need to people, hear some of the... People the, have spoken. The, hey, the people yeah. asked for fish dip two weekends ago, and the people got fish dip. I did not receive any fish dip. It's sitting with your copy of the extra two minutes and <laughs> never split the difference. Is there any left? Seriously? No. I wouldn't give not. it to you right now anyhow. It's Why? Not, it, by this time, because I smoked well, it last, last week. Yeah, but I figured you might have like frozen some or something. Or can you not do that with fish dip? No, it's got it. too much like uh, dairy stuff in it. Gotcha. Okay. It's got uh, mayonnaise and cream cheese and all kinds right. of stuff. Makes sense. Carry on. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing, though. I, I think that people need to understand mm -hmm. that everybody deals with that stuff, right? It's It's not always perfect. But I will tell you, I feel like when we're actually going out and prospecting to bring things in we have a lot more control over that right we do i think there's more rapport there and i think that they well, again it's, it's the ones our that deal we're, <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's yeah. how i look at it it's our deal we're not doing it you it's know, our when deal you and it's also the people that, that we're going after that are going to be ideal clients where our value proposition is going to make sense and you're not going to be you know getting hassled over you know over the bullshit that <laughs> that we were, you know, dealing with yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, and I, I you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out what my what my approach to that's going to be. But for everybody who's listening, we have an account that was referred to us from one of Kyle's um, referral partners. That's a, a payroll person, mm -hmm. and they needed some help getting this company <clears throat> placed. They had a little bit of hair on it, and they couldn't do it in their own market. Which you know, we all realize that if the payroll company can do it, they're not going to come to us. They have zero appreciation for what we do. Right. So we are, you know, in a position where I just completely spaced. What was I even it's saying? Kim <laughs> is texting me right now, telling me that one of my accounts got a, had a driver with a DUI after I told her I'm recording a podcast. Awesome. <laughs> so no, what happened is is this this account, um, you know, fits in our. Oh, I remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. It, they, they referred it to us, the payroll company. You know, if they could have placed the comp, they would have done it themselves. And right. instead, they bring us in to do the heavy lifting. Um, and we did what we typically do and put them on monthly self-audit so that they didn't have the audit swings and everything else. This was explained to this client. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this person was a pain in the butt 
before oh we God. ever even brought it on board. I mean, they were a nightmare for you just to even get the deal closed and communicate with them to, yes. to get it bound and all of that. Yes. And, and I, this person may have issues, bipolar, I don't really know. I mean, you know, was was huge pain in the ass the entire time and then flipped after after uh you know we got the deal done and was like you know nice and cooperative and then just like completely flipped back again i mean so i I don't know if there's something else going on there but regardless it's i mean you outline you outline the options with everybody beforehand in terms of payment why monthly self-audit makes the most sense for 99 percent of our clients and, well, and, and, what, and I'd what, like to go out on the, on the, you know, explain this a little bit further and say, you actually agreed to enter the payrolls for this client. Correct. All they have I to do is give you the I knew that this person was report. a pain in the ass. So I, I said, look, I will do it for you. All I need is the payroll report at the, end, at the beginning of each month for the month prior, which by the way, is one of the easiest things to do. Like all you have to do is go into your, your portal. I, hold on. I have to log in. Let's count the steps, right? Because right. the the email that I read yesterday that sent you into a massive tailspin mentally <laughs> was, I don't have time to be doing this. You know, I, this is a 30-minute 30 30 process. Minutes. And it was like every day or every week or something like that. Constantly. Nobody asked for it, it every was day con- or every week. Constantly, constantly is what it said. In perpetuity. <laughs> I am tired of providing you with payroll reports in I perpetuity. I go, listen, lady, it's it's literally a once a month thing. Nobody's asking you to do anything constantly. And it's and first of all, it's not a 30-minute process. It it maybe is a five-minute. It's probably more like a two-minute process if you have to turn on your computer from being shut down. <laughs> and let it boot up. By the way, if you're still operating in DOS, maybe now I understand what your problem oh, is. But you having to stick a five and a quarter in, log inch. in, click on reports, select the date range, Jan 1, Jan 31st, hit create report, and export that shit to me. That's it. That's a lot of work. It's, it's just... I cannot even imagine the level of short circuitry that would happen if they were required to key that information in themselves. And even better That's what yet... I, said. I outlined all the options. Yet, I can't even... Yeah, but even further... I can't imagine the short circuitry that would happen if they not only had to key it in themselves, but then they had to actually deal with an audit because they didn't key it in right. right. And see, that's what's going to happen. 100%. So my response, and, and for everybody's edification, Kyle was at his wit's end yesterday. He was ready yeah. to fire this client mm-hmm. and asked Still me might. how to do it. And my response was, I'll handle it from here. But I'm basically just going to take a hard line with this employer and say, look, you're on monthly self-audit. Enter it yourself. We're not entering anything for you. If it's too much work for you to give us what we need to do, the majority of the heavy lifting on getting your payroll reported every month, which that's just laughable in and of itself, then you can go do it yourself. And if you don't do it for a period of two months, your policy is going to cancel for non-pay. However, we are not going to waste any more time arguing with you about the fact we need your payroll reports. This is not a difficult process. Yeah. Mind you, there was like five or six emails that were sent over the course of an hour or however long. And if you would have... In the time that it took you to send all of these stupid ass emails to me, you could yeah. have sent me the re- you could have sent me the report a hundred and fifty times. And you know what? It's funny. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, 
of the number of accounts that I have terminated my uh, that I have consciously terminated my relationship mm-hmm. with over the course of my career. Mm-hmm. There's not a single time that I have terminated a relationship with anybody over payroll that reporting. I origi- <laughs> that that I no that I originated the the deal. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That, I, Every I mean, time it's somebody else's client right. that I'm trying to do favors for, and it ends up being an absolute cluster. I had and you know why that fu- is too is because I mean if you're engaging with somebody they're that's bottom your feeders own, because yeah. because the payroll people are bottom feeders I mean I hate to say a blanket statement I mean there are good ones out there and we work with some really good ones but you know they have numbers they have to hit that's why I like to recruit them because they have to get in front of literally everything yeah. so that they can hit their numbers but that doesn't always mean I mean listen here's what I realize everybody knows that they have to have payroll and mm-hmm. most people realize they have to have workers comp but when it comes down to it, they're more interested in the payroll process because it's a more commoditized process. And maybe we just need to not have a value proposition <laughs> when we're dealing with those people and not try and help them with anything and not try and give them any risk management advice or whatever else. I mean, it seems like we're living in the commodity zone there every day. Yeah, I agree with that. I was thinking about that yesterday. Um actually as as well. And and I don't know, maybe it's something to discuss further and figure out a way to, to do that since it's not going to be a um a normal <laughs> way we operate in, in conversation. Well I guess part of my question is how how does this person report their payroll? Do they expect the payroll provider to come in and interview them and manually take down notes and then go type it into the system for them? They have right. to be entering it. Right. Yeah, they've got to get. Why wouldn't they have a workflow? Yeah. Why wouldn't they have a workflow to just print the report when they enter it? I mean these these are these are all very good questions and very normal things that people should be doing if they're maybe they are looking for an investor to help them, and I can go over and streamline their payroll workflows. I don't know, man. It just it blows my mind. I do think that you know when you're a producer, if you have the ability to go out and generate your own business organically. It is going to trump any other type of business that you get every single time. And we're experiencing that too. We'll talk about it a little bit because I think on the next podcast, on the next shop talk, we'll give like sort of an update on what's going on with the uh, the telemarketing efforts that we have. I think that mm. that would be a good update to have and maybe talk yeah. through some of that. But like you know, that. anytime you're not in control of that process, and it's one of the reasons why I always preach about making sure you do your research, that you are really identifying your ideal prospect. And that's what you're going after. You find out that when you have these channel partnerships, it doesn't always work the way that you want it to. I also think too, though, and I would be interested in the discussions you've had with the person who referred this to you. Because to <laughs> me, if, if this was my account, I'm going back to them and saying, look, this is an example of somebody I don't ever want you to bring to me again. And, and they know that, they, and, and they it, they've been just a much just as much of a pain, you know, to that to that rep um, as well. But also, they've got a little bit of um, is- issues in kind of putting the foot down, or being firm, or dropping the clothes, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so that probably has something to do with the way that the relationship has gone. It, it, yeah, I mean, well, it's because they're scared to death to lose the account. They don't want to lose, it. right? They're under and, they're under production, right? Pressure. They're newer, yeah. I mean, there's there's a, there's a number of factors that are going into it. The bottom line is this lady's just she sucks, is is, is what it yeah. is. Unfortunately, there's some of those out there. There know? are, you know, but I mean, you gotta 
You gotta Here's a problem I have. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen in sports for like the next month and a half? Nothing. I mean, there's hockey on, which is cool, but it's like the beginning of the season, so it's kind of hard to get really into. Same thing can't with basketball. Can't get me into hockey I mean, until the Stanley Cup. Can't can't get me yeah, into hockey. Play, until playoff the hockey is definitely a different deal. I'm 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 a huge fan of playoff hockey. It's I'll watch you know regular season games here and there, but it's like the NBA. Well, I mean, for you got, me. you got too, your playoff beard, games. so. Yeah, I always have, the, beard always have the playoff beard, so there, there's no issue there. But yeah, same thing with the NBA, a little bit too, you know, um, too, uh, I guess, like rec league until the playoffs for me. Um, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, that's why I love the NFL, I that's spoiled, why I love college man. football, because every, every, every game pretty much matters. You know, it's like in baseball, there's 162 games. Don't care if we're playing the Yankees. We're going to play them another 18 games throughout the season. It's like doesn't matter yeah it's interesting i um i was spoiled growing up man i had jordan and pippen and you know patrick ewing and charles bart like the dream team the actual yeah. legit dream team right from the 1992 olympics is who i grew up watching play mm-hmm. it is really difficult to get into basketball these days when that's it's a different game completely different game it's not i mean i was so if you watch the um the last dance the jordan documentary which was fantastic I did not watch that i need, need to. to watch that you absolutely but I need to it. it was fantastic the, the playoff games that they're playing like against the pistons and whoever the the score is like ninety six to eighty eight. Like I mean, they play defense. They're not scoring one hundred and forty seven points like the Brooklyn Nets they and playing fought. zero. I love de- the fight. Scoring one hundred forty seven points and losing, by the way, <laughs> which is hard to believe. You should. It's like Loyola Marymount coaching all of the teams in the NBA now. Like I remember when I was in high school, that was the big deal. Is Loyola had that run and gun offense, and same with UNLV. You know yeah, when the they had. Uh, yep. They had uh, Stacy Ogman and Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can mean, name them all. You don't even know. You weren't even born. No, barely. I mean, I, growing up, like, from like you talk about the you talk about like the dream team. Ninety two. Like that's when I started watching. Like I mean, I, I may have been young, but like that's that's what got me into. What basketball. year were you born? Eighty eight. Oh, okay, so you were three. Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting there watching Jordan, and I mean, that's why I started your, playing. You, basketball. you had your Jordans. You I had did. Your Jordans. One hundred percent did. Yeah, they didn't have the sole. They were like the one-piece leather that were the Jordans with the leather <laughs> sole on the bottom, little baby booties what, like Nash is rocking that's now. That's what Nash has yeah. got now. No, I had some legit J's when I was a kid, man. Mm. Way less expensive back then. You know what? I, I, had, I got my very first pair of Air Jordans in 1984. They had two options back then. You could get the leather ones for $65, or you could get the which canvas was like, ones. Which was probably like $400 back then. You could get the canvas ones for $29.99. And That's interesting. You did, you did not want to go to school wearing the canvas. You can't. You can't show up in the canvas because you'll get clowned. No, you were going to absolutely <laughs> get just destroyed. So that was huge. My uh, mom had met uh, a lady whose husband was a sales rep for Nike, and he ended up getting me the hookup. And Talk I got about him for a Christmas. sick job, dude. Be yeah. a sales rep for Nike. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, difficult clients. Air Jordans. Yeah, let's Bucks. Go. Bucks, baby. See you Champa guys Bay. later. Have a great weekend, everybody. So You've been listening to Power Producers Shop Talk. You can follow us at the Power Producers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to take your game to the next level, check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com. Or visit Amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book, The Extra Two Minutes.